0: Welcome back to the daily news podcast, Chain Pulse. Our mission is to help you easily keep your hand on the pulse of the crypto world. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just diving into the digital currency ocean, we've got you covered. Today is Friday 1st of December, 2023. And as always, let's kick off today's episode by checking the heartbeat of the market. First up, The price of Bitcoin is currently hovering around $38,100, increasing by roughly 0.5% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum is also going up today. Currently, it's priced at around $2,090, which is an increase of 2.7%. And for those of you monitoring the market sentiment, the fear and greed index is currently at 70, staying the same since yesterday. This means we are still in the greed phase. With those numbers setting the stage, let's dive deeper into today's crypto stories. Today on the list, FTX settling debts post-bankruptcy, Binance stops supporting BUSD, and lastly, November recap winners and losers. All right, let's begin. First up, FTX has made a big step in settling its debts from last year's bankruptcy. They got the green light to sell assets worth about $873 million. This sale is a key part of their plan to pay back people and companies that lost money when FTX went under. It's been a tough road for FTX. Last year, they filed for bankruptcy after some issues with another company, Alameda Research, came to light. Now they're selling assets from Bitwise and Grayscale Investments to help fix things. If you were affected by this, there's hope that you might see some of your lost assets returned soon. Moving on to IOTA, a cryptocurrency that's making waves. Its value shot up by 43% after announcing a new foundation in Abu Dhabi. This is a big deal because it's the first time a blockchain foundation like this has been set up under the Emirates regulations. The foundation has $100 million in IOTA tokens and is all about expanding IOTA's reach globally. Abu Dhabi is really pushing to be a top spot for crypto, even investing about $2 billion in blockchain and Web3 startups. IOTA's price jump shows that investors are excited about crypto projects in places with supportive rules and innovative tech. Next, let's talk about Binance. They're planning to stop supporting the BUSD stablecoin on December 15th. This follows orders from the New York Department of Financial Services. Binance had already said they'd phase out BUSD by February 2024 and suggested people switch to another stablecoin, FDUSD without any conversion fees. Paxos, the company behind BUSD, says it'll still be redeemable at least until February 2024. So, if you have BUSD, don't forget to exchange it. This decision by Binance comes amid some hefty fines and changes at the top of the company. It highlights the challenges that crypto exchanges face with regulations and keeping up with market demands. Let's continue with ProShares Bitcoin strategy ETF, known as BITO. This Bitcoin futures fund in the U.S. has reached an all-time high with $1.47 billion in assets. This beats its previous record from December 2021. Beto, which trades on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, is a big hit among investors who want a regulated way to tap into Bitcoin's potential. Simeon Hyman from ProShares highlights the strong demand for Beto, showing that people are looking for regulated and familiar ways to invest in Bitcoin. Switching gears, Grayscale is shaking things up with its Bitcoin Trust GBTC. They're updating the trust's agreement for the first time since 2018. The goal? To get ready for a possible change to a spot Bitcoin ETF and compete better with other big players like BlackRock. The changes include making fees payable daily instead of monthly. This move is more about structure than cutting costs, and Grayscale is still working on reducing fees. In other news, Kathy Wood's ARK Invest has been busy trading. They sold $5 million worth of Coinbase stock and bought shares in Robinhood and online bank SoFi Technologies. The Coinbase sale follows another big sell-off earlier this week. Meanwhile, Robinhood's stock is looking up, especially as they expand into the UK ARK, has invested over $13 million in Robinhood this month. Now, let's make a quick November recap. First up, Let's talk about the winners. There are three that really stood out this month. At the top is Coinbase, the largest crypto exchange in the U.S. Their stock has seen an impressive rise, jumping by 66% over the past month and a staggering 280% for the year. They've also been selected as the custodian for 9 out of 12-spot Bitcoin ETF applications. That's a big deal because it means if these ETFs get approved, Coinbase will manage the assets for these firms. They've managed to steer clear of the issues that other exchanges have faced, proving that sometimes being steady and reliable is the best approach. Next, we have Solana, a blockchain platform that had a remarkable month. Their token, SOL, is up 73% this month, bringing their year-to-date increase to an incredible 327%. They also hit a new high in decentralized exchange volume, and their NFT sales have skyrocketed. Despite some past criticisms, Solana is showing strong growth in NFT and DeFi activity without any recent network issues. The third winner is ThorChain, a decentralized exchange notable for its trading in Bitcoin. They've become the fifth largest Bitcoin exchange in the world by volume, which includes centralized exchanges too. Their native token, Rune, has shot up by 141% this month and is up 411% for the year. ThorChain is definitely on the rise. A few honorable mentions include Illuvium, with its blockchain-based game seeing a 118% increase this month. Immutable X, which partnered with Ubisoft for a new Web3 gaming experience and is up 84%. And Avalanche. Up 82%, making waves in crypto gaming and tokenized funds. Now, for the big loser of the month, Sam Bankman Fried, also known as SBF. After a series of allegations from former colleagues and his girlfriend in court, SBF was convicted of seven charges of fraud earlier this month. He's now facing up to 110 years in prison. And before we wrap things up, let's touch on some quick updates. A big highlight is the Forbes 30 under 30 list in finance, where crypto made a significant impact. Nearly half of the young leaders chosen are either working in crypto or have strong connections to it. This really shows how crypto is influencing the finance sector. Now let's talk about MicroStrategy. They've made another big move in the crypto world by acquiring 16,130 bitcoins, spending a whopping $593 million. They're really going all-in with their crypto investments. There's some news about Pando Asset, too. They're planning to launch a spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. If this goes through, they'll be joining a growing group of Bitcoin ETF issuers, which currently stands at 13. In the realm of crypto lending, Celsius has some updates. The bankruptcy court has allowed them to open up crypto withdrawals for some account holders. These users can now withdraw 72.5% of their claims, although they will have to bear some transaction fees. Looking over to the Middle East, Copper has launched a new digital assets brokerage platform in the United Arab Emirates. This platform is designed for institutional trading and combines a range of blockchain-based financial and custodial services. They're also planning to add securities financing and payments applications over the next year. Lastly, Sophie has announced that it's closing down its crypto trading service. However, they're providing a path for existing crypto customers to move their assets to blockchain.com. And that is it for today. Thank you for joining us on Chain Pulse. Stay updated on the latest in crypto by subscribing. Do not believe in FUD, and until next time, bye!